world's on fire, our culture's disintegrating. Hey, pass the salt. It's time. It's time. Hey, you, pass the salt. You know what, why it's disintegrating? Because we're jellyfish. Hey, pass the salt, will you? Pass the salt. Pass the salt, amigo. It's time. It's time. I think they could give us a new name. I believe we are Evan Jellyfish. Hey, we have passed the salt. Pass the salt. We need salt over here. It's time for Pass the Salt. Pass but we like to share the gospel without any backbone to it, see? The views, opinions, and seemingly outrageous comments expressed in this program are based on the Holy Spirit leading of a man called Coach. i got to ask you this out there, Christian America. It's time for Pass the Salt with a coach, Dave Daubenmeyer. I'm sorry, Chad. I'm not supposed to be touching my face. Oh, doggone. I'm just kidding. Chad sent me an email. So says, you watch other guys, they don't touch their face. Chad's always watching out for me. I appreciate it, Chad. But that, that's when I ponder. I'm pondering when I do that. So don't mean to distract you. You know, you know the toughest part of my job? I'll really tell you the toughest part of my job. Uh, when, I come, uh, when I get up in the morning, by the way, I, I didn't wake one time all night. And you know, before I fall asleep, the last words out of my mouth, I said, Lord, let me sleep all night. Isn't that unbelievable? I don't know the last time I didn't get up and have to go to the bathroom or something wake me up or whatever. And just that little stupid prayer last night, Lord, let me sleep all night. I didn't. Boom. It was 5.15 before I knew it and bounced up. But anyway, the, the, uh, the greatest issue problem I have, I'm a Johnny Appleseed. You say, what do you mean by that, Coach? Well, if you notice, you come in here every day. I don't do a lot of in-depth, deep teachings because I'm not a theologian. There is so much about the scriptures I don't understand. I'm just be honest with you. Now, I look, you can go to cemetery school and they, they can teach you hermeneutics and end-time theology and they can teach you all that stuff. But really, nothing will ever, ever beat uh, having a revelation given to you by the Holy Spirit of God. And the Bible says, my sheep hear my voice and another voice they won't hear. And I have daily communication with the Holy Spirit. I'm not trying to sound like I'm holier than thou because I'm certainly not. But I've learned to hear his voice and I've learned to hear when he takes me someplace to go there. And so I'm a Johnny Appleseed in that we rarely hear have long, in-depth theological discussions because I don't know the truth sometimes. I just don't know. I just don't know. And you know what? We could get in. Uh, we could. I could open up the the gate, and we could run with. Uh, let's say. Let's say we wanted to talk about end time uh, theology, end time uh, what they call hermeneutics or uh, rapture, pre trip rapture. What? Well, folks, we could do an in depth study for seventeen days on that, and at the end of it, we still probably would not know. We really wouldn't know because as as a. Uh, Ken Hovind, I'll never forget what Ken Hovind, Dr. Ken Hovind, Dr. Dino said to me one time. He says, Coach, uh, maybe there's just some things the Lord doesn't want us to know. And I thought, dude, dude, that is so smart. <laughs> maybe there's just some things that we just have to learn to take by faith and trust and walk daily. So I'm, I'm circling around to say this. There's so many things, so many things that we could be getting into. The stuff that we talked about a day ago, because we don't always do much follow-up. I don't know if you've noticed that. I don't usually drag yesterday's show into today. I want it to be fresh every day. And here's what I want you to do. I want you to do your own research. I hope when the show's over, I have piqued your interest enough that you're going to do a little bit of in, uh, in, in, uh, digging in on your own. Dig on your own. Don't, don't trust me. Don't trust my sources. But if I bring something to you and I lay it out there, I'm just saying, hey, I don't, even, I don't know if this is true or not, but look at this. Huh? What do you think about this? And then tomorrow we'll be on something else. Except, no, that's not except. I think, thank God for Clay Parker. We've got, uh, he got uh, our good, <laughs> my brain, Charles Jennings. He got Charles Jennings all set up for us on the, uh, uh, Charles couldn't figure out how to get in uh, into the pedal. Clay got him all set up yesterday. So I'm hoping to have Pastor Charles with us tomorrow, Charles Jennings. And we're going to dig into more some of that, uh, that, uh, genealogy stuff, because I thought that was really interesting. He's the best I know at it. Hey, look, I got I to go over some things here. Calling all men, that's March 4th. That's two weeks, really, two weeks from this weekend. We're going to be down, anybody that's close down there at the, uh, Neil Peterson's Church, Brookville Revival Center, uh, we're having a men's meeting. I'm going to show you something. Hey, by the way, I'm going to send this to you, Martin. 
because uh, uh, I want you to play this. I got I got a call. Can I? Let me let me see. I'll come back to that. Hey, don't let me forget. Somebody say, hey, coach, come back to that, and then I'll know what you mean. Okay. Uh, the March twenty fourth Kentucky huddle. Bobby Lee wants us to know that if you want a cheap hotel, you better get registered because we have a block of hotels, but we only have them to a certain period of time. Are you there, Bobby? Can you come in and uh, – I, I don't know if Bobby yes, – Yes, oh. I'm here. Yeah, we're creeping up on a month and a half of the event. It's time to stop dilly-dallying. Listen, you got to call and get your tickets now. It's a huge event. I'm not going to explain what how huge it is, but if you're delaying, stop delaying, and the hotel is not going to continue to be here. If you if you don't get your your cheap rate and you move into March, you're going to be crying because there's no place cheaper for you to go. I told you so. Call the hotel. Call the man. All right. Amen. Amen. It's uh, all that stuff's on on the. Uh, thank God to our web people who do keep all the stuff going for you. So th- praise the Lord through the black. Uh, look, folks, you ju- you can just you just go to Coach Dave Live, click on events, and all this stuff is right is there. It's going. You know, it's going to be March before we know it. Tom Dunn's having a Through the Black, Out of the Darkness Spiritual Warfare Conference, also at Neil Peterson's church. Thank God for Neil Peterson. He should have been governor. We should have elected him governor. You know where he is? He jumped in his car and he drove down to where the revival's taking place down in, is it Tennessee or wherever that, Kentucky. I don't get it. It's down in Kentucky. Supposedly some big revivals taking place down there. And Neil jumped in his car to go down there and see what it's about. <laughs> uh, we, we need more we need more guys like that. Then the great pushback against the Great Reset. That's in uh, Wisconsin, April fourteenth and fifteenth. A uh, lot of a lot of good stuff going on. A lot a lot of good stuff. And I knew I was going to forget it, so I'm going to come back. Uh, this is kind of again. Remember, trying to put together uh, uh, a new something new. But th- th- I, I'm going to go myself. My wife and I. I don't have a calendar in front of me. It's not on here. I'm going to go Steve Deck. I'm going to go speak in uh, New Jersey here uh, two weeks. I think it is. I could have it wrong. A church, just a church. Interestingly enough, that, that door's kind of opened back up. I got to speak to a men's group last Saturday. I got a group, a large group that I'm going to speak to in, in uh, uh, New Jersey coming up. And uh, Dave Stripmeyer, the guy who is putting it together for us out there in New Jersey, said, Coach, we played your video at a church on on Sunday. And he said, man, I said, I had tears running down my eyes. Men were, said, I said, what, Dave? He said, oh, yeah, I found it on YouTube. I said, they pulled down all my stuff on YouTube. There ain't anything on YouTube. I said, oh, yes, there is. Yes, there is. So, hey, Spencer, if you could, I want, I want to share this with everybody. Hey, hey, all, the, all of us huddle guys out there, you know, I've been saying I wanted to come and build your, build your huddles. I really, think, I really think it's time to do this. Now, this video was made 10 years ago. 10 years ago, if you can believe this. And it was a promo video put together by uh, Terry Ladder, God bless Terry Ladder from Terry's past, as you know, uh, was my former webmaster. And this is a spiritual boot camp promo. I was doing spiritual boot camps about ten years ago, and this is this is the promo that we use. And this thing's this thing's powerful. So some of you out there, if you're trying to get your pastor to come along and organize a men's thing, this would be a great thing. Look, not self-promotion, okay? Not self-promotion. But I want you to know that 10 years ago, I was saying the same thing. Go ahead and play this. Our God leads you now. He has allowed me to come here to be the vessel that he will speak through to encourage you. I'm sick and tired of sissified Christianity. And the world is mocking the church. Church, church. Listen to me. Some of you guys love your lives too daggone much. You love yourself too much. Jesus told us greater love has no man than this. And he laid down his life for his friends. Truth wins every time. Truth wins. Many of you are going to leave here on fire. Everybody knows Jesus. I said, oh, yeah, I know him, but you don't know me. The churches are full of guys who the Lord says, I never knew you. 
They know well, something's wrong, but they don't know what to do about it. That's what I do. If we care at all about our children and our grandchildren, then it's time for godly men to stand up and do something about it. The Lord wants your heart. He wants your heart. Let the sparks fly. Okay, Not one guy is going to leave. Oh, go ahead. Keep going. Keep going. Here, the same way as when he came in. You're not going to leave here the same way as when you came in. Put that in the chat because I think some of you might be able to use it. And I want to I, I, I want to salute Dave Stripmeyer's uh, pastor who was brave enough to play that in the service. Brave enough to do it because, folks, uh, well, you know where we are, right? Huh? We If we don't get off our ass, if we don't get men up and involved, uh, we're, we're the last great hope of America. Okay, cool. Uh, it ain't about balloons. It isn't about balloons, okay? Quit looking at the balloons. The balloons are another distraction. Now, I don't know what's going on, but they're, all of a sudden, balloons are popping up and balloons are being shot down. Now, come on. Come on. Come on. Don't be distracted by that. Now, that could be something really serious happening there. It could be. But it, I, don't trust it. I don't trust anything I hear. I don't trust anything. So, uh, Keep your eyes on the prize. Keep your eyes on the prize. I had a uh, video at, um, wow, that's good. I guess, video at, uh, I was on David Heaven. I had him on my Brighty On show yesterday, and it's posted. And I think you guys would, would do you well to go back and uh, watch that video that's posted. But David Hevener, uh, I, had my, I had my quote of the week. You know, David Hevener's from uh, from Hollywood, Hollywood. Spent a, spent a lot of time out in Hollywood. And I, so our Brighty On show yesterday, I was asking him about uh, what's going on. He said, listen. He said, I, I wrote it down. He said, Hollywood, Hollywood stars, Hollywood media is full of wounded and evil people. Not stay, stop about it. Think about it. Every one of those people that you see in Hollywood are acting. You understand that Clint Eastwood is not what you see on the screen. Clint Eastwood is a man. That's all he is. Right? Pick whoever, Beyonce, pick whoever you want to. David Hevener, who's dealt with those people, said they are nothing more than wounded, evil people. They're wounded, and so they're constantly looking for affirmation. And even though they give off this light that they're really happy and they're really healthy and they really know what's going on, they are not at all. They constantly need their egos fed. They are wounded people looking for affirmation. Do you get that? Do you guys understand that? And do you understand that when they get raw? He said, listen. Yes, they are involved in it. I'll get I'll get David on here on the show. Yes, they are involved in the evil work that's going on, but not really. He said some some of them Luciferians, yeah, some yeah, yeah, yeah. He said it's not them. He says we've got to quit pointing our guns at the, the actors. It's the ones pulling the strings above them. We got to go big. Those guys at the top are the ones. The men behind the curtain pulling the strings. Those are the people that we have to focus our eyes on. It was really really. That uh, broken, yes, thank you, Michelle. Broken people do evil things. Broken people do evil things. What does that mean? They'll do anything to feel better about themselves. They're broken. They're broken. I, I was watching my, pull up a picture just real quickly, Spencer. Let's see if you can. Pull up a picture of Miley Cyrus. Or, or, or what's that other one's name? Uh, what's Katy Perry? Huh? Just, just, you don't have to put anything up on the screen. Huh? Yeah. Well, what kind of person, what kind of person would constantly be going out showing their body? What kind of person would do? If I saw my wife, my wife's still pretty cute at 67 years old. What, what the, if I took her and she had on some string bikini walking around, I'd put a lasso around her neck and drag her back into the car. What is it that these women in particular want to show their bodies to you? Can I tell you why? Because they're wounded people. They need affirmation. No self-respecting woman would undress herself. By the way, Katy Perry's parents are pastors. Did you know that? Did you know that nothing, look, hey, we all have battles with our kids, right? I'm not, I'm not criticizing them. 
What a kick in the face it must be to her parents every time Katie gets up there and shows her junk. Wouldn't that break your heart? Wouldn't you break that heart? Huh? Miley Cyrus? Miley Cyrus started out as a Mickey Mouse Club type thing, right? She's a little, she was Hannah Banana or Hannah Montana, whoever Miley Cyrus was. Did you know this? Did you know her parents are pastors? <laughs> Did you guys know that? Billy Ray Cyrus, Billy, achy, breaky heart. That's her daddy. And so I want you to think about, see, what what David said, which really, really made sense to me, is those who are pulling the strings get these wounded people, and these wounded people will do anything because they're looking for affirmation. They'll do anything. They'll take off their clothes. They'll get, hey, can you imagine? Madonna, Madonna has children. And she doesn't even have the decency to dress decently for her children. She goes, well, honey, I just do that to make money. Wow, wow. So what was the quote? Thank you, Michelle. I love my wife. Happy Valentine's to my wife. Happy Valentine's. By the way, my mommy, 99 years old today. Pearl Valentine. That was her name, Pearl Valentine. 99 years old today. Think about her every day when I get up. Broken people doing evil things. That's Hollywood. You can write that down. The next time you see somebody on the screen, remember that. That's just a broken person doing evil things. That's all that is. Now, Stephanie and Reggie and some of them who are deeply involved with the occult were at some point, or at least study the occult, would tell us they're all part of it. Well, they probably are. But David said some of them are just, they're just let, oh, let, let around by the, by a fish hook. They don't really, really know what they're doing. They're just kind of into it. And they, their egos constantly need to be fed. Okay, man, I'm all over the place. But the reason I'm all over the place is because there's so much to talk about. So much to talk about. I want to play an email for, I want to, Glenn, pull up Glenn. Glenn, I hope you don't mind. Glenn sent out an email yesterday. I'm, I want to read this to you. He sent this to his pastor. Huh? <clears throat> sent this to his back. That's what I love about Glenn. That's what I love about uh, J.R. Harrison. That's what I love about those people who who continue to gig those who are in positions of authority. They don't let them get away with it. How do you respond to this? Glenn said he hasn't responded to it. You recently made fef- Hi, Pastor Bell. You recently made reference to Zechariah 8, 4, and 5 in one of your recent messages. I don't remember the exact date of the message, but I've been thinking about those verses. And as I ponder them in the light of the whole chapter, it seems to me the joy and peace revealed in those verses is conditional on what we read in verses 15 through 17. What concerns me today is there's very little connection to what we hear from the pulpit versus what we see in the current culture. Not to say that what is being preached is not valuable to the edification of the body. Glenn, this is really good. But there is a tendency to avoid areas that the church perceived as political in nature. For instance, just to cite a few examples, how come we do not talk about the issues parents and students who attend public schools are facing with respect to CRT, social emotional learning, pornographic books in libraries? Don't you agree that these are important issues of our day? Yet the church is too often silent. And in his recent book, Letter to the American Church, Eric McTaxis compares the American church to that of the Christian church in Germany during the 1930s. Since I am active attending school board meetings, I'm familiar with the issues parents are facing. It would be beneficial to the congregation if some of these issues were addressed from time to time so people could be more informed and encouraged to speak out and impact our culture. To that end, I have attached a message given by Eric McTaxis last fall at a church in Tennessee. I think it's worth listening to hey glenn boom wow amen yeah glenn said he hasn't responded he hasn't responded yeah he hasn't responded yet but this is the second letter to him and you're doing it in love right you're you're doing it glenn you this is put together so well because i get a lot of these kind of things right glenn and I'm reading this, and there really anything in there that pissed me off. <laughs> Most of my kid, I look for something to make me mad. There really isn't anything in there that made me mad. So I don't, I don't know why he won't respond to it. Other than what? Well, they don't, they don't want to offend people. They don't want to offend people. Man, I got, I'm heading someplace today. Stay with me. Stay with me, Lynn. 
uh, tip of the cap to that. And folks, if you haven't seen that, uh, I got another one, Matt Tuella, another one. Achoo-wee. Some stuff you I, I, I got to get to. Okay, hang on here, man. Hang on here. Um, I did that. I did. I got. I got. Well, do I want to go there yet? Uh, do I want to go there? Yeah, I think I'm going to have to go there. <clears throat> Evil men have crept in unaware, and they changed the truth of God into a lie. Again, that's kind of our theme, isn't it? Here at Coach Dave Life, it's kind of our theme, trying to make you aware of exactly what's going on and how they messed with us and how they screwed it up. Well, I didn't. I, did you guys know this? Did you know that there were two commercials at the Super Bowl? paid for by a Christian organization called He Gets Us. See if you can pull that up there. Spencer, which one is that, Coach Dave? Uh, uh, He Gets Us. Maybe it's number three. Maybe it's number three. Yeah. This is a, it's a Christian organization. He Gets Us. And they present whatever, articles, all kinds of stuff on it. Think that would be really good. Really good. And so they paid uh, millions and millions and millions and millions of dollars to put two commercials on the Super Bowl the other night. Two of them. Uh, look at this. Jesus loved the people we hate. Love. This, this is the website, okay? Boom, boom. Did you guys see the, did you guys see the commercial? Huh? Well, good. I'm glad you tuned in here to Coach Dave Live because I'm going to show you the commercial. And I, wanna, I just want you to watch it and see if this thing is worth, in your mind, uh, millions and millions of dollars to the NFL or whoever. Uh, let's see. Which one is that? Play number four first. I think that's the one. This was the Super Bowl commercial. This was the Super Bowl commercial that introduced Christianity to the world. Okay? You ready? Are you sitting down? Huh? Here's it. Here. Listen, please. Don't send any more money to this place. What's the name of it? Uh, he gets us. Don't send, send it my way. Send it my way, okay? I'll make better commercials, more effective commercials than this. Here it is. This played on national halftime. Well, sometime. This is supposed to be the gospel. Are you ready? Go. There was a mother and a father who had a son. They lived in a small village and didn't have much money. But they were happy. One day, they heard the head of their country was sending soldiers to their town because he thought they were part of an insurrection. The young family decided to flee. They grabbed only what they could carry and ran. They hiked for days, wondering if soldiers might still be following them. They were scared, hungry, and exhausted. But they were far away from the atrocities taking place in Bethlehem. That's all Mary and Joseph wanted. A safe place to call home. So Jesus was a refugee. Jesus was a refugee. That's the message of the gospel. Jesus was a refugee. Are you kidding me? Doctrines of devils. Huh? Bringing illegal aliens. See, here's what they don't tell you about that. Uh, I'm for letting Mexicans come in the right way, the legal way. See, they're breaking the law. <laughs> they're breaking the law. So I don't think Jesus broke any laws, did he? Maybe, maybe he did. Was, Jesus was an illegal immigrant. Really? Really? Yeah, Lord. Play the next one. Here's, here's uh, $8 million down the, down the tubes. Go ahead. A rebel took to the streets. He recruited others to join him. They quit their jobs, left their families, and swore allegiance to him. They roamed the hood, challenged authority, and made a lot of people uneasy. Community leaders feared them. Religious leaders abhorred them. Law enforcement labeled them outlaws. We have to shut them down, they said. Get them off the streets. Protect our communities from these troublemakers. But they weren't part of a gang spreading hate and terror. They were spreading love.
Is that something, folks? Is that something? See, this is a social gospel. You understand? If you watch this any amount of time, you know what the social gospel is, right? That the purpose of Jesus and the purpose of the church is to take care of people's social needs, their fooding, their housing, their clothing. And I, we all agree with that, right? That is, that is one of the purposes of it. But this is an entirely different gospel. It's in reality. It's a, it's a, it's a, the evil men have crept in unaware and worshiped and served the creature more than the creator. No mention of sin, no mention of none of that, none of that. No mention mm-hmm. of hope, right? No, 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 no. Wow. Unbelievable. So that website, so you can do some more checking out on that. It's called, uh, he gets us. Really? <laughs> really? <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay. Look, I'm going to dive into something here. Uh, uh, go ahead. I go real quick. What time is it? Okay, I'm going to go four minutes, and then I'm going to go where I'm heading this morning. Go ahead, Dale. Come on in. Well, brother, Jesus couldn't be a refugee because the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, <laughs> and Amen. all dwelling in it. If anybody's a refugee, we are. Boom. Amen, <laughs> Amen brother. Come on in, my with my rock. I, I switch pages. George, come on, in. George McCoy. Come on in, George. Can't hear you, George. You got to unmute. Myra, while we're waiting on George, by the way, uh, folks, this is nothing but communism, right? You know that, right? It's a a gospel, huh? Yes, coach. Go ahead. Yes, coach. Thank you. Um, In regard to the balloons, the distractions, and coach Dave events, um, Bobby Lee got us an excellent deal with the Holiday Inn. I already make my reservations. So thank you, Bobby. And uh, in regard to that, Proverbs 25, 19 through 22. Confidence in an unfaithful man in time of trouble is like broken tooth and a foot out of joint. Amen. As he that taketh away a garment in cold weather and as a vinegar upon night, so is he that singeth songs to an heavy hour. In thine enemy be hungry, give him bread to eat, and if he be thirsty, give him water to drink. For thou shalt heap coals of fire upon his head, and the Lord shall reward thee. Hallelujah. Amen. George. Sorry, sorry, Coach. Satan does not want me in. Well, you're in, uh, dude. Go. Okay. Uh, there, there are other, other Jesus is coming in. There's other Jesus in the Bible. In the very last couple pages in the Apocrypha, there is Jesus, the son of Sirach, S-I-R-A-C-H. Mm-hmm. So, so I have to be careful that Jesus of the son the, of Nazareth, Jesus of Nazareth. Well, we better remember, understand this, folks. Uh, there is one mediator between man and Father, right? It's Christ Jesus through the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is our communication device here. It's not Jesus. Our communication device is from the Holy Spirit through Jesus to the Father. Would anybody disagree with that? So if we're if we're and if we're if we're filled with the Holy Spirit, if we're working with the other Spirit, Holy Spirit, we're not going to follow these other Jesuses. The people who don't have the Holy Spirit. And are led away with every wind of doctrine. Yeah, they may get in trouble, but I ain't following. I ain't going to follow the wrong Jesus. Why? Because I have the Holy Spirit that guides me unto all truth. Come on in, Clint. In those commercials, they did not say anything about the cross and redemption. Nothing. Therefore, you know, the Apostle Paul says that they are they are preaching doctrines of devils. They are, brother, doctrines of devils. That's right. Right. Amen. So we have to understand, see that it's infiltration. It's infiltration. They have infiltrated Christianity. They want to turn Christianity into the social gospel. Come to come to Jesus and he'll provide all your needs. Well, that's true. That's not the gospel. You got that? That's not the gospel. The gospel is there's a king. There's a new king and a new kingdom coming. And you can come into that kingdom. That's an everlasting kingdom, and you can be part of it. But you're a sinner, and the only way you get into this kingdom is you accept the sacrifice of the one who died to open the way for you to come into the kingdom. 
That's that's the gospel message, folks. Is it too many gospels? We got too many gospels going on. Oh, I'm gonna make you mad. I don't I don't care. Okay, so I gotta show you something here. 7:30. I'm gonna break some news on you that you guys said what? Yeah, you kind of casually heard about it. You've kind of casually heard about it. Hey, pull up number one, the Cleveland Plain Deal. This is this is one of the biggest newspapers in in uh, in Ohio, Cleveland Plain Dealer. And I, I jump on there every morning, just kind of see what the big news is. And my local congressman and I, the Ohio lobbyist, Larry Householder, is on trial. Scroll on down through there. And this, this just, I want you to say, real quickly, Valentine's Day, Carl's Inn, Donovan Mitchell, uh, Beefcake, Bingles, uh, How Close to the Ground. Over here on the other side, it's got something about restoration, Carsberga. Yeah, man, big news. Wow, big news. But they're not telling us the news. They're not telling us the news. How many of you are aware of this? Pull up for me if you could, number seven. Are you guys aware of the train derailment that took place? Freeze that thing right there. Train derailment that took place in East, I always call it Palestine. They call it East Palestine. Now listen, you guys know Bob and Bob and Tammy Evans? About 10, 15 miles from Bob and Tammy Evans' house. This this thing, this plant. I'm going to unwrap this for you. This train derailment took place. And if I understand it, there was like 24 cars full, tankered cars that disrailed, full of this chemical that is highly, highly dangerous and toxic, highly dangerous. And they couldn't figure out what to do with it, these trains that had derailed in East Palestine, Ohio. And so they decided, are you ready? They decided they'd burn them. They decided they would burn off the gas. Now, I've got, hang on, we'll pull it up here right now. Uh, I want people to see this before I do it. Pull up number eight before we go to this one. This is the headlines of the Daily Mail. We basically nuked the town. Hundreds of residents in Ohio Village demand urgent testing of their homes after a train wreck released toxic Toxic chemicals into the air, and officials tell them it's going to tell them when it's safe to return. Okay, hang on a minute. Let's go back and play that video. This is actually the burning that took place. It was two days ago, maybe three. It's a, hey, Betty, it's coming your way. I hate to tell you, it's coming your way. Uh, go ahead, play this. Massive train derailed Friday. 20 of them carrying hazardous materials as flames lit up the sky in northeastern Ohio. The evacuation order is in place for anyone within a mile radius of the crash site. These aren't, these aren't storm clouds. This is the fucking shit! The fucking shit they burn off in East Palestine! This is not fucking storm clouds! Okay, you can take it off. Sorry about the language. I forgot the language is in it. You get what's going on, right? Huh? You get what's going on. There, look, look, put that, go back to that picture. Go back to that picture. Folks, I want you to look. Look at the cloud above it. Look at the cloud above it. Now, what they already have going on in East Palestine, Ohio, if there was a scientist out there better than me, he could explain to you what's going on. This stuff goes into the air. They burn it. It's a gas. It goes into the air, and it attaches itself to, are you ready? Water particles. And it falls down, and it falls into the streams, and it falls into the soil, and it falls in, it's basically nuclear fallout has been dropped over East Palestine, Ohio, 15 miles from where Bob Evans lives. Now, I'm sorry about the language. I, I forgot that was in there, but this is just such a powerful picture. Hey, wait a minute. Say, Coach, what are you doing? Well, I showed you the clean, Cleveland Plain Dealer. They're not even talking about it. They're not even talking about it. Pull up, pull up for me here if you could real quickly. Um, map of Ohio. I think I have. Where is that? He gets us from the map of Ohio. Here, where I'm looking for East. Pull up a map of. Uh, I know I got it somewhere. Where is it? Oh man, do me a favor. Pull up a map of Ohio. Yeah, I'm gonna show you where East Palestine. Is. Just pull up any of them. Okay, East Palestine. Go clear over here to your right. Go clear over here to your right. Well, I wish I had, yeah, right in there. Okay, come on down. There's where Betty, Betty, come on down there. Where's Betty live? Why, Betty, right there. Hey, Belmont County, you see that? Put that on the light green. 
light green Belmont County down here, right? Yeah, right there. That's where Betty lives. And you go right up the river. Oh, what river? Well, oh, the Ohio River. You go right up the Ohio River from Belmont County. What do you do? Stop doing that. Stop. You go into Steubenville, East Liverpool, Lisbon. You see it going up there, the right edge? Hey, folks, that be the Ohio River. That's the Ohio River. And we're already seeing right now reports of dogs dying, fish floating downstream. The poisoning is something beyond. This is like Chernobyl number two. And they're not even telling us. And I saw saw a map yesterday. Oh, man. I I can't believe I don't have that. A map of the rivers of, of Ohio. The rivers of Ohio. Every one of those rivers are being contaminated by this crap that they've burnt off over East Palestine, Ohio. By the way, heading into drinking water systems. Folks, this is huge. And nobody is talking about it. Now, put the map of Ohio there. I saw last night, I I looked all morning trying to find it, a map. Pull up the state of Ohio. Just pull up the state of Ohio. Picture of it. I'm sorry, most everyone from Ohio, but it's going to affect you. Do you know right now they're testing water in Cincinnati? Can't you? There, thank you. Put that thing right up. Okay. Now, for those of you who don't know Ohio, stop. Go clear up to where it says Youngstown. Right on the right side. Okay, that's it. And then Lisbon, that's where Bob, come down south. Lisbon's where Bob Evans lives. Put that little marker on Lisbon, right under Youngstown. There's Bob. There's East Liverpool. The Ohio River goes all the way down around Ohio. That's why they call it the Ohio River. Now, they showed last night that if you were to draw a line, do you see where it says Youngstown, Ohio? Put your marker on Youngstown, Ohio, and draw a diagonal line down to Columbus. You're doing good. You're doing good. Doing good. Columbus is in the middle. Right in the middle. Keep going. And if you keep going, you're going to go down to Cincinnati. They said all of that area, all of that area is in danger of being poisoned by what happened in East Palestine, Ohio. Do me a favor real quick. Uh, go back to the Cleveland Plain Dealer again. Show me where that is up on it. No, you don't have to. You don't have to. Hang on. I'm not done. Pull up Laura Loomer, number seven. Pull up Laura Loomer. Laura Loomer is a, it says here, according to North Fork Southern Railroad, the controlled release process involves the burning of rail cars chemicals, which will release fumes into the air that can be deadly if inhaled. Based on current weather patterns and the expected flow of the smoke and fumes, anyone who remains in the red affected area is facing grave danger of death. Right now! Anyone who remains in the yellow impacted area is at a high risk of severe injury, including skin burns and serious damage right now. I, hey, go back. Start this thing over again. It's already played 39 seconds. There you go. Go ahead. And, oh, this isn't the guy cussing, is it? I don't think it is. If it, ah, no, I don't want that. I don't hear that guy cussing again. Uh, how did I do that? Uh, uh, doggone, I hate it when I mess up like that. I'm looking at my chart. Laura Luma. That's, Somebody, uh, come on in, Kim, while I, while I find this thing. I'm going to get it to him. Come on in, Kimberly. Hello, good morning. Yeah, vinyl chloride was one of the main chemicals. Vinyl There's- chloride, thank you. Vinyl and chloride. And it's very deadly, and there are three or four other ones that they have since released information about. There have been two other train derailments, one of them in South Carolina, and they're not talking about that either, and supposedly some chemicals. I don't know where the other one was, but they are just... You know, talk about the little balloon things and false flags out there. They're not talking about this anywhere. Not even in the news. Nowhere, Kimberly. Nowhere in the news. Hey, Spencer, do me a favor. Go back to the one that the original link. um, See, I got all screwed up. Got off my page. Go back to the one uh, that said that was a nuclear bomb set off. Go back to that link, whichever one that was. Because I I know where I got messed up. No, 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 no. There it is. Okay, cool. Scroll down. Scroll down. Hundreds. Uh, folks, this is unbelievable. This is just unbelievable. The stuff, the information that's provided here. Here's a video of the derailment. Play that. It's a minute, 42 seconds. There's no sound to it. There is no sound to it. 
the East Palestine has maybe 3,000 people in it, maybe. Maybe 3,000 people. They're burning off this stuff here. I'm burning all this stuff off. Okay, go, go stop. Go scroll on down. Look at this picture. Well, that's good, isn't it? <laughs> oh, yeah, that's pretty good going on in your neighborhood. Huh? Going up, polluting the air, coming down, raining on top of. Look, look at these guys. Did you know the entire, the entire East Palestine, Palestine Police Department had to replace all of their equipment? All of their equipment had to be re- replaced. The seriousness of this stuff that's fallen on this small town and raining down on you and me at some point. Go ahead, next, go down, go down. Put this in the chat. 50 cars, 50 cars filled with this stuff. They burn it off. Play that. I don't know if there's sound to it or not. Rather than cleaning it up, they just went in and set it on fire. Been too hard, too expensive. Take too long cleaning up. Too much money involved. Let's just let's just burn it off. Go to the next video. Go 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 back where you were. I'll get you all in here. There's there's a cleanup site. Look at that thing. That's after they burn it up. Look at look at Governor Dewine right there. Look at him. That's our governor, and he's showing us a map, and he's basically saying, if you're anywhere inside that thing, you're a dead man. Now he's not saying that. Yeah, that's what it is. Ohio points to a map of East Palestine that indicates the area that was being evacuated. Being, yeah, as this stuff's dropping on top of everybody, and you don't see a thing about it. And if you do any research, you can go and you'll, you'll see. I saw a video where they had, they had blocked off an area in the local river because the fish were floating downstream. It's water-soluble. It mixes with water. It gets in the drinking water. Wow. Jeff, come on in. Coach, a rumor is that some there are some reporters trying to report it, and guess what happened to them? They got uh-huh. arrested. They got, got arrested. Got arrested. Can't be let getting that out of there, huh? Folks, this is, I'm telling you, this is cataclysmic. This is cataclysmic. Paul. Coach, good morning. Hey, yeah, sorry about that, Coach. Uh, yeah, so I just want to remind people that you got to always detox and you always got to have a filter on your water, even if it's bottled. Just saying. Yep, yep, yep. Folks, this is going to, I, I, you know, I was kind of, I don't know where it was this morning. I had a map of all the rivers running. Folks, hey, pull map of Ohio again, because if you're not Ohio, you guys don't understand. But just put right there, just put that up. That, that You don't, any more to stop right there. Stop. Stop. There right now watching the water supply in Cincinnati. Can you show me where Cincinnati is, Spencer? Are you smart enough to figure that out? It's clear over here. That's Cincinnati. All the long, look, hey, Spencer, take your um, marker and go all along the bottom of Ohio. Folks, that's the Ohio River. That's the Ohio River. And where does it go? Why, clear up the East Palestine, Ohio. And all of this bilge is going into the Ohio River and flowing down. So much so that in Cincinnati, they're do, they're watching the water in Cincinnati. Wow, are you kidding me? Deanna, come on in. Deanna Maranto Dorsey, come on in. Good morning, Coach. Um, my daughter lives in Louisiana. I have her on my other phone. And she said the end of January, there was a 16 uh rail car derailment in louisiana and two of those cars were releasing acid wow just by coincidence huh just by oh by the way i don't know if you guys know this the ohio river flows into the gulf of mexico did you know that oh yeah oh yeah it goes over there and connects into the mississippi and down the mighty mississippi down there to dale i could i could i could i could jump on a boat outside i could go about a mile get on a boat a float, and I could float down the Licking River to the Muskingum River to the Ohio River to the Mississippi River to Dale Sochi's house. I could do that. This stuff is going into our water supply. Clay, come in. I used to be an industrial firefighter, and we were trained to put those kind of fires out. You have to have foam to put those fires out. You can't. Well, just you don't have burn water. them. You don't burn them to begin with, right? That's right. If you want it to go out, you got to cover it with a blanket of foam. And the thing is, 
is railroad tracks that go all the way through this country. You'd have to stage foam all the way down those railroad tracks to keep this from happening. So they're just, they're just gambling that this is not going to happen often. And when it does, they just let it go up into the atmosphere. Is it? Yeah. Is it, is it on purpose? By the way, we could go back to the Cleveland Plain dealer and see what they're saying about it. Oh, they're not saying anything about it? Really? They're not saying anything about it, the Cleveland Plain dealer? Wow, I wonder why that would be. I wonder why that would be. Come on in, George. It's intentional. When they put that water on it and goes up mixed with water, one of the chemicals turns to hydrochloric acid. It's our government doing it. It's intentional. There's not one train that did it. It's many, and it's intentional. It, um, well, we hate to believe that, don't we? We hate to believe that. But uh, I'm, I'm telling you, I, I'm I'm looking I'm looking at something. Oh, okay. Uh, no, 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 no. Uh, oh, I'll, I'll, I'll find it. Uh, Craig, thirty years in the fire department, coach. One of the things that we were trained to do is look at smoke. Black smoke is fuel because it's unburned hydrocarbons. Mm. That w- that was one of the preceding signs that you had to worry about a thing called a flashover. What that shows you is, is you have an incomplete burning of product, and that product is now airborne. If you've ever had a if you've ever had a oil furnace, you you have these things an overloaded uh, oil burner. In other words, you get these. It has to be highly pressurized fuel for diesel to burn. But what would happen is, is you get a jet that's clogged or something and you get a layer of oil in the basin and all of a sudden the oil in the basin would catch up and you'd look up at your smokestack and you'd see all this black smoke coming out of your, your oil burner. And that's what's happening here. This is unburned product. Their, their, their technique to try to burn it off is, is a applicable way to do it. But if you don't have the high enough temperatures to do it, then you're, you're kind of screwed. And they didn't have the temperatures high enough to do it. And that's what you're seeing with that black smoke. Click on number nine for me real quick, Spence. Look, I don't mean hey, to go. dominate this because this is, this is critical. Yeah. Hey, one more thing, Coach. Here's the other thing. Why, if you had that much hazardous materials, why would you put all 26 cars or however together? Why didn't you separate that during <laughs> different things, thinking that maybe if one or two go off, you can handle it? Yeah, well, is it intentional? So scroll on down there, Spencer. This is a this is a Leo Holman's newsletter. It's really good though. Don't read off. Go clear on down. I want to show you something. Go go below the picture. Go below that picture. Keep going. Okay, right there. <clears throat> a little bit more. Up just a little bit more. Right below the picture. Right there. As you can see from her tweet, uh, Green insinuated that the government may be using the hollow blue over UFOs to distract people's attention away from the situation in Ohio. And people are starting to ask questions about why there's been a near total media blackout on this story. Reports have been posted our back page and make it sound like everything was handled and there's no danger to anyone's health. Nothing could be further from the truth. There've been reports of dead animals, mass fish killings, the vinyl chloride spilled into the groundwater and into several creeks, including Sulphur Run, Leslie Run, Bull Creek, Little, Little Beaver Creek, drain into the Ohio River. Watch this woman from a video of a woman who's getting information from the residents about what's going on, blah, blah, blah. Another affiliate. He advised residents of the town to get a physical, document their health condition. That way, if they contract cancer or some other autoimmune disease that can be caused by exposure to toxic chemicals, they'll have a potential legal claim. They'll be dead! (laughs) When chemicals get into the groundwater, they move fast. There's much... Uh, that's why this is a much bigger catastrophe than just East Palestine or even the neighboring communities. Cincinnati manager Cheryl Long told WLT local affiliate that the Greater Cincinnati Water Works is monitoring water in Cincinnati after the derailment. 240 miles downstream, crews reached toxic chemicals in the air from five derailed tanker cars, low levels of dangerous chemicals, but they're watching closely to see if they make it that far. Hmm? I spoke with a disaster migration mitigation expert who specialized in hazardous chemicals. He said, I'm an analytical chemist. I work on cleanups for Superfund site cleanups, he said. 
I would wait at least a month or so before returning to any home in this town. The biggest problem is right now what's on the surface. And as long as the soot is on the ground and not washed out, that's the current real danger, the soot on the ground and the roofs and the cars. And when it comes to vinyl chloride, he said, any dose is carcinogenic. The final product that comes out of it is properly burned off HCL. is like a tear gas agent, but it is not carcinogenic. But the original thing was the byproduct, no, uh, byproduct, no, but the original stuff, yes. Either way, this will cause a cluster of cancers over the next few years. So, yes, my best guess is that this town is going to have some interesting health issues. More than 30 million people, or 10% of the population, live in the Ohio River Basin. With numerous public drinking water intakes and industries, the river provides drinking water to at least 5 million people. Don't look here. Hey, see those balloons? Do you see those balloons? Those balloons? We're going to shoot down those balloons. Come on in, Dale. Sorry, Coach. Couldn't, couldn't get to my button in time. But, you know, you know, when you first started playing, one of the things you were showing was those clouds. Brother, I wonder where the destination of those trains were going. And if you want to know what they're spraying in the air, part of the product was this stuff, I believe, right here. Is part of those chemtrails that we see sprayed in the air. Uh, hey, this is Kim. Pardon me. This is chemtrails on on nukes, right? On I mean, this is this is unbelievable, man. Um, unbelievable. Uh, Shepard, come in. Then Rochelle. Hey, good morning. Uh, PVC uh, polyvinyl chloride. Everybody's that's what all these plumbing pipes are made out of, and everybody that's burned their garbage in their backyard is you know, burned up a few fittings and can smell that acrid smoke. So uh, everyone <laughs> may be familiar with the smoke, and it's nasty, bad stuff. Yeah. Uh, the Ohio River runs all the way to Cairo, Illinois, right to the boot hill of Missouri, and down to Mississippi. So that's all the way to New Orleans. Think about the rain aspects of it, huh? This is, this is chemtrails on steroids, folks. Michelle. Hey, good morning, team. Thanks, Coach. Um, yeah, you hit really well on what I was going to say about the water impact of this. And, um, you know, uh, I guess there's a Grammy going out for the best balloon in the air at this point to keep us all distracted. And um, what I was thinking was, since the mask could protect us from viral particles, and those are smaller than smoke particles. We should just go back to wearing masks and we'll all be safe from this deadly Dang gas. Gone. That's it. Um, That's it. And the other thing was, too, the air quality. I had, um, con- I had gotten uh, chemically induced pneumonia before. And it, it was literally just a whiff of a, a, a fume that chlorine and mustard gas made. There you go. Now you're safe. But and um, one more thing, this could also be a um, not only if there's a bunch of people who start to die in Ohio, this is what's going to be blamed. And it could be something else. I'm just throwing that out there. Never thought of that one, huh? (laughs) Hiding that COVID thing again. Oh, my goodness. My goodness. Brett, come in. Brett White. Hey, morning, team. uh, You had uh, mentioned a while ago. Brett, you're breaking why up. that smoke. Oh, okay. Let me get in a better area here. Can you hear me? Yes. The smoke, the smoke coming from 9-11 towers, that black smoke, the, the uh, jet fuel in there, that just proves that it was nowhere hot enough to melt the steel girders that are in there. Because, wow, good point. You burnt you know, right when off. It, when, yeah. Yep. I mean, it, it burnt right off. You bet. Wow, good connection, man. <laughs> good connection. Uh, Keith. I guess it's an Indian company that owns, owns that, uh, those rail uh, cars. Hmm. So what in- kind of competition oh. is going to come out of them? Oh, boy, oh, boy. Oh, boy. Julie. 
Yeah, this is really good. <clears throat> I think we all people from Ohio should support this reporter for, um, you know, telling the truth because they did arrest him for five hours and then they let him go. However, they're still trying to get trespassing and other charges on him, which I think is a reporter, folks, a reporter reporting on it got arrested, got arrested. Yeah, Amen. that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yep. Amen. <laughs> Roger. They um. What would have been an alternative way to get rid of it? I've not heard any. Uh, we're all well, they, concerned they, they about what, what they did, but I'm just curious. I'm, what would have been an alternative way to deal with it? I don't know. Well, other way. Bring bring other not tanker burning. cards in. Bring other tanker cards in and and transfer the gas into the other tanker. It was long, expensive, and they said, "Well, we'll just burn it." They did burn it. See, what, what I don't understand is they said they were concerned about. An explosion. Well, isn't that what they up. had? An they caused one. <laughs> they had a slow burn rather than an yeah. explosion, right? Yeah. So. Oh, my goodness. Uh, Kevin. Coach, can you please have the producer play the second video in the link I sent you? I put it in the chat. You're going to want to include it in this discussion. It's two minutes. It explains exactly what this chemical is and what's going on. Trust Get me. Get that this. Is the guy it's cussing and saying him? Yeah, I've it's got, got this no, guy. It's got, no yeah. it's got no cussing. Yeah, second. Yeah, I got this okay. Yeah, Go ahead. Play it. Play it this hasn't been getting a lot of coverage, and the coverage that it has been getting hasn't been very good. So let's talk about the trail derailment in East Palestine, Ohio. East Palestine's about an hour north of Pittsburgh, almost halfway to Cleveland. Norfolk Southern has a rail line that goes right through town, and this derailment happened right on the edge outside of town on the border of PA and Ohio. Of the cars that crashed, five of them contained vinyl chloride. It's a monomer used to make PVC. Some of the reporting on this has gotten vinyl chloride confused with polyvinyl chloride, the polymer made out of vinyl chloride. Now, the reason that this distinction is really important is vinyl chloride is very hazardous and very flammable. Polyvinyl chloride is a plastic that's used in like everything. The other thing about vinyl chloride is that it boils at 8 degrees Fahrenheit, so it's shipped in its liquid form. Meaning that when these trains crashed and these started leaking, they weren't just leaking liquid, but they were spewing boiling gas. So vinyl chloride is really toxic. OSHA has the permissible limit of how much you can be exposed to it during an eight-hour shift as a one ppm part per million average over eight hours. So prior to this, the biggest spill of this chemical was in New Jersey, where one train car and about 23,000 gallons of vinyl chloride were spilled, but it didn't catch on fire. Now, this crash in Ohio has five train cars. These kinds of tanker cars can carry between 25 and 33,000 gallons. Let's call it 250 to 250,000 pounds of vinyl chloride. That's per train car, five train cars, there's maybe a million pounds of this toxic chemical spilling into the ground and also boiling off into the air. But then it caught on fire. I think this is where the reporting is really bad because no one is mentioning what the byproduct of vinyl chloride burning is. Of the many byproducts of burning vinyl chloride, one of them is hydrogen chloride. Hydrogen chloride is really unstable and latches onto water, like just water vapor in the atmosphere, and that turns into hydrochloric acid. So right now, government officials, officials from the railroad, both the governor of Pennsylvania and Ohio are calling burning off the million pounds of this stuff a success, but not mentioning that it means that we have hundreds of thousands of pounds of acid in the air, potentially. Now, ever since engineering school, I've studied a lot of industrial accidents. I just find it really fascinating. And organizations like the Chemical Safety Board, NTSB, and OSHA all have like really good reports available to the public. I think as a designer, it's really good to learn about mistakes. When looking at these kinds of industrial disasters across time, there are a couple things that are pretty universal across all of them. One, the responsible party in this case, Norfolk Southern Railway, always plays down the reality of the situation. Politicians also just repeat the same lines, and then news outlets just repeat the same. So all we are hearing is the responsible party's word. Big ringstorm coming to this week, and Mark Trump, quickly. Well, I'll do it after the show, Coach, but I got something in chat we need to look at. Okay. Uh, Randall, quickly. Yeah, Coach, it's like you said so many times, where do you go to redress your grievances? I mean, right. who made this decision? The residents didn't. Where yeah. do they go to be compensated for... For evacuation, loss of property, loss of pets, loss of health, cancers, everything else. Who's responsible? Nobody's 
Folks, listen to me. Good, Do- good. Dogs are already dying in East Palestine. Foxes Chickens. are dying. Chickens are dying already in East Palestine. It's, it's this serious stuff. Jeff Klein, quickly. We can't report the fire, the train fire, but we can report a pastor reciting scripture at a board meeting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, oh, man. What a... What a tangled web we weave when we first practice to deceive, right? Hey, what a time to be alive. What a time to be alive. See you tomorrow.